Okay, here's the problem with the Sonic comics. Okay. They're they're picking up the story where Sonic Force is left off. Oh, really? And I because you didn't play the game and no one did because most people reviewed it very badly. I don't think anyone notices this yet. And that's kind of my biggest concern right now where the story's going because there's not a lot to work with unless they introduce something interesting fast. Do you think they would have done that already because Sonic runs very fast? It's kind of a theme. I'll be honest, I kind of like the second issue. The third one was... I did not like the third one No, the third third one one was back to being pretty rough. But that's when I realized, wait, this is literally Sonic Force's plot because of the characters and everything. I'm pretty sure the bad guy reveal is going to be like, it's going to be a furry creature that just decided to take over. Yeah, maybe. I'm right, though. Those and, two robots are the Sonic Boom ones. Yeah, but they've been used for a few things, oh, okay. too. It, it's, all, it's all so messy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, like Knuckles is entertaining in Sonic Boom. And this he's boring. But he's not, well, he's not heroic. But then with this comic, he's not heroic here either. He just, I want to punch stuff. I'm going to go look for treasure. I want to punch stuff. And that's it. And it's just nothing going on. Yeah, there was a there was a couple moments in the comic that were really weird where it was like trying to be self-aware, but then failing at that at the same time. Yeah. Like those two bad guys, when they did, they're like, we're rough and tumble. And then Sonic starts laughing, but then he says something ridiculously cheesy, and apparently that's supposed to be badass. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. If... If he said, you know, I don't feel like doing the quip thing anymore, and they stopped at that point, I would have laughed. Yeah. But it's like, haha, that's a dumb name. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need a chili dog. And there's like a, a standing ovation from the audience that doesn't exist. I, I don't know how to play Sonic either, because he's he's like such an insufferable douche. And I can't remember if that was like, if it's like really 90s him, and I've just really grown out of that. Well, he... Uh, you should try some of the Archie books. Man, I'm not going to spend um, money on this. No, I no, just pirate. <laughs> I, let me let me find a good story arc that's maybe like only like a couple issues that you have to read. And I think you'd get a vibe for what I want to see. Sure. Um the the villain reveal though, if it's not a critter, the one thing I think would actually redeem this and and get me on their side. Uh, are you familiar with Dr. Robotnik's daughter? No, I had no idea he had a daughter. He doesn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a thing, there's a boss in Sonic Mania where he's upside down. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the sprite work, it's like they, they went after that Genesis resolution, so it's a little messy. Um, upside down spider boss Sonic. There we go. The average words so, you type into Google. It it clips funny, and his he's supposed to be sitting in his little cockpit thing, but he's just sitting upside down. But the way that your eyes kind of matrix it and see it, it looks like there's someone else in the cockpit. Oh. Um. So like he has this big mustache that's all bushy. Yep. Um, that looks like her hair, and it's like, it looks like it's a little girl with a big puffy hair and a little tiara. Oh, yeah, it does. And so, the, the fan base has created this, uh, Agat character that's basically, like, a, a Bowser Jr. for Robotnik. The problem is, is that there's no room for her fucking body in that pose. No, I mean, there's, there's other problems, but... People look at that face, and it's like, oh, wait, look at that. That looks like a thing. And now the community kind of likes this character. God, fan communities. Like, we talked about fandoms a couple months ago, or weeks. Uh, and But this is the kind of stuff I like that fan communities do, where they just latch onto a thing and then just make it way yeah, bigger. It yeah, it's, it's, it's so fun what, what people come up with. So it's just like... If they were to actually adopt this, and this character was the one that was following in his footsteps, that that would redeem the comics. That would be pretty cool. Um, that's not gonna happen. It's probably but that's the you know one thing that would make be me happy. Shadow. No, it's not because he doesn't like robots. Oh, 
I don't. Do you think that he's above? I don't that. think this comic's gonna give a shit about Sonic continuity. Well, neither did Sonic Forces. Oh, there you go. So, uh, yeah, you know, so that'll be my mission. I'll find a good Sonic comic to show you, so that you understand what, uh, what could be, not necessarily what should be. Sure. How was your week? It's been all. It's been interesting. Yeah. So, I got this weird project at work, and it's like, hey, you need to get this done by next Tuesday. I'm gonna go to Japan uh, for a business trip, and then the person who could help you with this is gonna be gone next week because he's got vacation. So then I enlist someone else to help me, and he's like, oh man, you you should not be working on this kind of project because you you don't fucking know how to do it. And also, it's not something that can be done in a week. So it, we're just literally not going to be able to get it done by next Tuesday. So it's like, cool. Next Tuesday is going to be real fun when that shit ain't finished. Okay. That's fun. Other than that, week's been going okay. Oh, you know what else is okay? Yeah. It's Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad. Uh, I like that. He snuck that in right there. I forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. I got a Smirnoff Ice. I'm drinking... Oh, I, I told you, I, I, I got a new rum. Fucking what about Havana it? Club uh, from Puerto Rico. Ooh. That sounds it's nice. It's really good, and I bought it on Monday, and the bottle's already half gone, and I keep telling myself I'm not going to drink a lot, but somehow the bottle's already half gone. Yeah, that's how a good rum goes. It's so good. I've just, it's like, it, it tastes like shit if you put anything in it. I don't like it. It's like it has to be just by itself. Like, I tried it with ice the other yeah. day, and it's like, no, nah, I watered it on too much. Yeah. Well, you know, you have to get uh, some of those stones. I don't even mind that it's warm. No, just get some whiskey stones. They're good. Yeah, I could. But yeah, this is top-tier rum. This is some of the best rum I've ever had. This tastes Smirnoff nice. Uh, oh, boy. The first college or high school party i ever went to was at a campfire we were all underage and and somehow we acquired booze there's a a girl there that was probably like 100 pounds and she had one smearing off and she was like just hammered she's like obnoxiously drunk after one one smearing off it was just pretty funny i don't really have much more to that story i guess like that was the only high school drinking party I ever went to that didn't involve, like, just me or my friend sitting in front of a TV. Do you ever wish you could just hop in a time machine and go back to high school and party all over again? Fuck no. High school is miserable. Why do you... Okay, the the subject today is time travel. Yeah. And you didn't bounce off No, I didn't. I'm a little slow on the uptake right now. You, You knew what we're talking about. I forgot. You know it's a bad movie? What? Any movie with time travel. Yeah, generally. The, the funny thing, you say that, and like we'll probably end up talking about time travel movies I like, and I'll be like, no, they're all terrible except these ones, and then I won't be able to name any ones I hate. Yeah, there's exceptions, but I... It... Eh, it's just so... It's so often handled poorly. Uh, I I don't remember if we talked about it on our like sci-fi episode, but sci-fi works when it's either complete fantasy and you just check out, or when it's plausible enough that even though there's like fictional stuff going on, you kind of ignore it and you enjoy the story. Sure. And with time travel, I feel like it follows the same sci-fi rules where you you can't think about it too hard. Because if there's any, if if you leave room for any questions that ruin the whole movie, then people tend to get hung up on those. Yeah, I agree. I mean, because we we talked about this like a little bit beforehand, where I brought up Kung Fury is like my favorite time travel movie because it's fucking absurd and doesn't give a shit that there are no rules. It's just dumb. I love it. Yeah, and that's why it works because there's no rules, so it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, if I watch Terminator, I'm just like, I like this, but I keep getting stuck in that fucking time paradox. Oh, so there's a, I recommended a podcast before called Sequelizers, 
Okay. That's familiar. They uh, What they do is they sit down, they'll take a bad sequel, and then they pitch a movie script for what would have been a better sequel. And this last week, they did Terminator 3. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think the, the one I liked the most was there's a, uh, like, the theme was that John Connor is, like, getting tired of it. Like, he keeps saving the day over and over again, and the, the machines keep trying again and again, and it's, like, it's gotten to the point where there's, like, been ten Terminator incidents that all failed. And so what happens is by the end, uh, Skynet comes to the conclusion that it can't win and it's a constant stalemate. And so John Connor and Skynet actually get to a truce and it kind of changes the nature of the of the the war, as it were. I like that. That's a, a lot better than what whatever Salvation it's, ended up doing. Yeah, it's clever. Yeah. But one of the things they threw in there was like there should be a montage where they're explaining the cycle like at the end about like it goes on and on and we never change it. And there'd be like a bunch of random sequences where it's like during the Civil War and then the Terminator's there. And then it's like during the um there's like a a bootlegger run and the mobsters jump out, but one of them's a Terminator. And like it would just be so fun if they could play with this concept of a bunch of dumb robots going back in time and never accomplishing anything. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I want to see that movie. I'd watch that. I don't know. I think uh, I think the first Back to the Future works really well. I know I've seen that movie. I can't. I don't fucking remember anything about it. There's problems. Like if you if you think about time travel for too long, there's going to be problems with any story. But overall, they present everything in a way that you're willing to sit back and go, okay, yeah, I get it. Okay. Well, it helps that it's a comedy. Yeah, it is light, and that does tend to help. I feel like that's the problem with like really serious time travel movies is they want to be serious, but they're using a concept that's fairly absurd. I hate when Superman does that in the movie. Yeah, that's that's pretty shit. I I don't understand what's going on. Is he is he traveling back in time or is he actually reversing the Earth back in time? He's got to be traveling himself back in time because I don't think you could spin the Earth if you just spun it, just everybody would die. I don't think even they I mean, know what they're doing there. They're just like, well, we need a way to re- for him to go backwards because he's Superman. But it's not even like, I have to go back in time. It's like he's just angry and it accidentally happens. And it's kind of terrifying that somebody has the power to accidentally go back in time. I mean, the idea of like Superman potentially being terrifying is a lot more interesting than him being like the American good boy who saves people from criminals. Like and like the the Batman touches on this and like the I think was it Frank Miller's run, or you know what happens when when you're not the good guy anymore, you know because the who watches the Watchmen? yeah who watches the Watchmen kind of thing I, I feel like that's a lot more interesting as far as Superman goes than than him just being like this fucking Gary Stu guy who who is always good, and it's why his comic books that focus on him and his family dynamic are way more interesting than on him like beating up robots. I like it when he beats up robots. I mean, that's fun too, but I feel like they're... No. That's the only time it's oh, fun. okay. Sorry. I like it when there's a volcano outside of Metropolis, and so the newspaper man says, Lois, I need a story about that volcano. And she's like, I'll get the interview, and she drives <laughs> into the volcano, and Superman's like, woo, 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 and like calls the, the, a lava lantula out to save her. I would love to see Lois Lane interview the singing uh, volcano from that one Pixar short. I hate that short. That's the oh my. I know. That's oh, why I brought why'd it you up. mention it? You, you made me get a mental image of what the volcano looked like, and now the song is stuck in my head. I like. I like that short. I thought it was cute. Uh, you're causing me physical pain. It was the most adorable thing I have ever seen. Oh. I can't remember how the song goes, or I'd start singing it. Oh. Which is good because I'm a really bad singer. Uh, I need a I need a ukulele because I'm fat, so I can do that um somewhere over the rainbow song really funny. There you go. But also I need to do I need a ukulele so I can do all my Steven Universe songs at work. 
That would make you the hit of the party. You should go back in time and then get a ukulele. And then you could, like, get practice with it. So right now you could bust it out and then be good at it. So the pilot episode for Steven Universe, did you ever watch nope. it? Um, The plot line is he got a magic device that lets you go back in time. And the, the downside is, like, you kind of carry stuff with you when you do that. Mm-hmm. So he accidentally creates duplicates of himself just because he wanted more donuts. Okay. It's like he was. It's like he would buy a donut and then go back in time to when he had a dollar, but he still kept the donut. And so he started abusing that, and then it ended up there's like twenty Stevens, and they're all trying to kill each other. All for that one donut. Um. So and the pilot's fine, but they remade that concept into an episode, like in season two or three. And it was a lot smarter because he he accidentally created three Stevens, and his first thought was, we can form a band, and we'll call it Steven and the Stevens, and it was actually kind of a fun one. Oh, I like that. And they there's a couple good musical numbers in it. Um, uh, That was fun. And that's a fun use of time travel where it's stupid. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm down for that. You know what's a shitty use of time travel is the goddamn time turner in Harry Potter. Uh, I think everything in Harry Potter has problems equal to time travel. Probably, but that one bother- bothers me the most. That's like, that's such um immense power. I know, and they just give it to like a 14-year-old girl so she can attend more school. It's like, fuck well, off. They, no, they gave it to her because she could save the day when things go south later. I mean, plot-wise, yes, but that wasn't no, the reason he, they gave he it He saw to the her. future. No, he, he knew it would come into play. I guess... Because that's why they take it away from her later. It's like, okay, that part's done. You're not touching this anymore. No, she gives it... The, the plot, she gives it up because she doesn't want to do that again because it was too stressful. She's like, I'm just going to take the required amount of classes next year and not be a goddamn fucking know-it-all Sally. Dude, I found some weird murder porn of Herm- Hermione. <laughs> okay, keep going. Um, I like, oh, I had a good example of time travel. You can't just leave me with murder porn of Hermione. Um, what do you think about, I think when, when you mention time travel, do you, you, you go back in time is the first thing that comes to mind, right? Yeah. Which is weird because freaking uh, guy that wrote War of the Worlds, H.G. Wells, his was always going forward in time. Yeah, that's not done often enough, and I think you can go forward in time with different pros and cons, and one of the cons is it might not age well, because the Jetsons takes place in the year 2002, Yeah, but it also means you don't have to be like historically accurate, you don't have to worry about continuity stuff, like, there's, there's no consequences for becoming your own grandpa, if you go forward in time, that doesn't happen. Yeah, um, well, one of the things that H.G. Wells did, like, I can't remember what the year was, but the guy ends up going, like, really far, far forward to basically, like, the end of the planet, and it's, like, this fucking wasteland, and there's just, like, some kind of biggish crabs walking around, but I don't think they're big enough to hurt him. And he's just like, oh, man. Yeah, but they're big. Like, this is fucked up. Like, eventually the the Earth, humans are going to die, and the Earth is going to be a husk, and there's nothing we can do about that. And, like, that kind of sci-fi kind of terror, like, exist today you can still like picture a billion years forward where the earth is just this ball of dust so stuff like that applies pretty well yet oh so did you ever play uh i think we mentioned it bioshock infinite yes. that i don't i go back and forth on whether or not i understand that story <laughs> he he is her father i right? believe so yeah so what I'm, what I'm confused about is, did he travel forward in time at some point? He must have. Or is he actually a lot older than no, he No, I seems? think he traveled forward in time and jumped to a different universe. Okay. But then it's like, but there's always a guy and a girl in the lighthouse. And so it's just happening like infinite times. There's a guy who jumps forward in time. I, I actually have no fucking idea. <laughs> I don't know. They I, I heard they're working on a new Bioshock. And what's really funny is, boy, after infinite... You have to tread very carefully with how much of that stuff you want to acknowledge. I mean, I'd like them to do... If they do another one, it's like... 
pick a new area that's kind of cool and then like have some really weird tangential like oh it ties into the universe as a whole but it's its own game and its own story I think it would work best if they didn't touch any of it yeah but that also includes like not retconning it like they could even have like an easter egg if you look hard enough you'll find details but the the reality is this is the story we're focusing on and ignore the other stuff I mean, I like the way the infinite tied into the first one. I did too, and that worked for infinite. But I think if they want to make uh, Bioshock Four, it needs to be no time travel, and uh, I don't know, less waifu stuff going on. Sure. I don't know. Do you, mm, we're getting off topic, but I'm getting really tired of these games that have like a mandatory sidekick. Oh, I hear the new God of War is pretty good. Yeah, but it's like, man, even if it's good, I don't want a a little boy assistant right now. I I that's enough. I'm done. I, I liked it in The Last of Us, but I don't want it in really any other game. It, it's I I liked Elizabeth in, in Bioshock. I thought she was handled pretty well. Three weapons. That was cool. Yeah, I I mean, it can be done once in a while. I just feel like it's been done too much now. I just, I don't play that many video games. Maybe that's my problem. Um, so... Oh, I had another example of a bad time travel. I have, a, I have, a, I have an example of a, a cool time travel concept. I want to hear more good ones, because I think it's easier to come up with bad. So th- this is based off a novel called One Damn Thing After Another. The book itself wasn't that great, but the concept was cool. And it was um, these people that, that do a lot of time traveling, and their purpose is, is largely they're like sociologists and archaeologists, and so they go back in time and, and uh, learn about the past while being there, and then they can come forward and, and write you know academic papers and stuff. But then there are people that yeah. also have time travel, and they're going back and they're trying to do nefarious things, so there's some you know some gun shooting. Um, but time itself is like almost like this entity that doesn't want to be tampered with like so you can't adjust you can't alter the timeline or you will die like it will kill you so nothing so things can't be changed and so you have some people going back and have trying to basically go to the very edge of that rule to see what they can do and then these other people going back in time trying to be like oh man what if we go into like that library that burned down and save some of the books you know are we gonna die from doing that because those books are supposed to be gone but we're not like, changing anything about history. The library is still going to burn down. It'll just be an empty library. So mm-hmm. there was there's some really cool stuff there that kind of got fucked up when they started doing like a romance subplot, and and the the main character was was kind of an author insert, and, you know th- that kind of shit. But the the concept I thought was pretty neat because every time they went back in time, they had to like dress the part, and so they had like a bunch of people that like worked in costuming and makeup and stuff. So like, no, you have to look like you have syphilis when you go back to the year 1750 and hang out with so-and-so because he liked hookers with syphilis or whatever. It was entertaining. I I wanted to write a short story once, but I couldn't really get a hook into it. But I wanted a, like a time wizard who was capable of doing like anything he wanted, but because of his knowledge, he was also responsible, and so just knew that he shouldn't. You know, the hook is that he's actually, like, this, like, homeless dude with some mental illness, and he just thinks all that? Well, that's the thing, is that that's what everyone thinks he is, but to him, he's thinking about, like, when his wife died, and he wants to fix it, but he knows he shouldn't. Mm. And it's, it, I, I almost, I want to leave it open-ended, but at the same time, I want the magic to be real. Yeah, that's really hard to do because that's that's why I never really yeah it's an idea I have, but it's like ah, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, that, I'm trying to think like because you want to like sympathize with them, but at the same time, like if you're in his shoes, you'd be like, well, I'd fucking abuse the shit out of those powers. And so like it's he's almost like frustrating instead of sympathetic. You're just like, dude, stop being a bitch and and, and go fucking save your dead wife. Man, if I had actual magic, I would do Greg the Game Wizard stuff and just, like, summon Roblox. <laughs> I would just have, like, a like, I would, cup that never I would do liquor. anything. Man, if I could, like, teleport somewhere, 
I would love to be at work and when my shift's over, just open a magic portal and go to a beach. And then someone says, Cameron, you can do that. And I'll go, yeah. It's like, well, will you help us with shipping? It's like, you don't pay me to do that. And I leave. Dude, if I could teleport, I would just go to like so many concerts. Yeah, dude. You never have to worry about parking. It would be, it would be amazing. Like, I'm like, oh, Winter Sun's playing in Finland right now? Cool. I'm going to go there. Not even that, though. No, you're in the middle of the crowd. And you're like, oh, you know what? I have to use the bathroom. Yeah, you just fucking Guess go home. Guess where you're going. Go home. Come back. You get vomit on your shirt. You go home, change real quick. It would be it would be the best fucking superpower. And I would not use it to save anybody. Okay, here's a question. If you had time travel powers, what would you do with it? Um, it's a, I'm torn between going back to look at dinosaurs and going back to see Journey what? before their lead singer died and they got a new one. But Chad, you can see dinosaurs next week when Jurassic World 2 Jurassic Planet hits theaters nationwide. Yeah. See, my worry about going back to see the dinosaurs is I'd probably get my dumb ass killed. Like some giant bug would eat me. <laughs> I, my worry is I'd go back and it's like, wow, look, a dinosaur. That's pretty cool. And I'll step on a butterfly and then I'll come back and nothing's actually different, but I'm constantly going to be afraid that I ruined something. Oh, and I don't yeah, know why. I'd be so paranoid about that. I don't know. Would you go forward in time at all? Because I, I feel like I wouldn't. Um, I'd be too afraid to. Well, hmm. This is no. This is what I would do. Uh, if someone knew I could do this and they weren't attached to me that much, I'd tell them, "Hey, I'm gonna put all my money into like this bank and go way into the future and just collect on the interest. So make sure the bank doesn't close, because then I'm gonna be miffed. Mm-hmm. And and I'll just kind of coast on that for a while." So would you click on the interest, take it, and then like go back to present, or would you just stay in the future? No, it just no. I just I'm in the future now, so, so I have money. Okay. Um, in fact, I would bank on my celebrity. Like I would, I would do like a press event that I'm time capsule boy and like bury myself. But then you just you know what I mean? Just, like it's like I'll see you in two hundred years, and then like actually it happens. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I feel like no one would remember. Or everybody would, would because be the internet's weird. It's hard to tell how that would work. I'd um, I'd have to build like a giant like shrine or something. I I, I have to do a te- I have to do a test run where it's only like one year to prove the concept works. Yeah. Do do you have, do you um, have like unlimited of these? Because I I mean it's a really vague hypothetical. Yeah. It's like where where does your mind go when you think I can time travel? Like, what's the first thing you would try? It's gotta be. It's got to either be a concert I know I can never see or or dinosaurs. And it's not Kill Hitler. And I'll tell you why. I... Okay. Because if everyone, every time traveler ever has probably tried to kill Hitler and they all failed, and I'm not going to be the one to do it. I'm just going to die. Hitler's really good at killing time travelers. Well, that's funny. You have a very different take than I do. Um, I wouldn't kill Hitler... Because I feel like he set a bar, and if Hitler didn't happen so much, we—it's like it's kind of like a super virus where we end up with super Hitler next. Yeah, that's another—that's another way to look at it. But because of Hitler and how bad that got, history went in a direction that I ended up here. So that probably—it's like you know what—I'll step back from that one. You mean killing Hitler might—I might not exist anymore if I did that. I don't, that would, like, um, hardcore fuck the timeline up. Uh, yeah, and that, that's also a question of whether or not... I mean, if you don't exist anymore, then that also means you didn't kill Hitler. Yeah. So it's a stupid paradox. Um, I would go back in time to, to like, visit Jesus times. But it, the thing is, I'm going to go back in time to Jesus times, and there's going to be, like, a thousand other time travels that are like, I want to see Jesus today, and the crowd will be too big, and I can't see him anyways. Yeah. I can see that being the problem with the dinosaur thing. You just take all these dead people that got <laughs> eaten by T-Rex, and you're just like, oh, man. I I mentioned, like, the actual Cretaceous period, and people just have those, like, ball carts from Jurassic World. Yeah. And it's like, I just brought this with me. Woohoo! Just, like, nothing but corpses and smartphones. You're like, man, fucking well, litterers. Well, it's also, like, 
I want to go back in time and find out that they didn't have feathers. They all had little cowboy hats, and science was wrong, and I was right. Man, dinosaur with a cowboy hat sounds pretty cute. I'd be fine with that. T-Rex couldn't get it on his head, though. He's got tiny arms. Man, dude, that's depressing. Kinda. Uh. Dude, it would be so fun to go see Journey in, like, the 70s and just get, like, fucking baked. But then I'd be worried that I'd, like... Well, no, I'm not worried I'd sleep around because I don't. I'd be fine. There's no downsides. I would just get baked and see Journey. It would be awesome. I want to go back in time and, like, help... And I want to be, like, a co-producer on the Super Mario Brothers movie and then travel back to the present and watch it again, but with my name on the screen and go, ha, ha. (laughs) (laughs) Do you try to make it better or do you keep it the same? No. You just want your name on it. I just want... I'll just go back in time and say, I have this $200 bill from the year 2016. Put this in your movie. So here's a question. Do you go back and warn about 9-11? No, it's the same as Hitler. But you're already alive then, so that's not going to fuck with you being in existence. Well, that's being selfish. I'm not. I'm talking about, like, reality. I feel like a lot of things happened for a reason. So I would have that very strict don't-touch-anything time travel rule yeah i because there's so many there's so many things that you could you could go back in time and save the donner party and rob everyone of that cool story yeah um you could go back in time and uh um just like prevent america and let all the native americans keep their land like there's a lot of things you could do but it's like well at that point what's the point of doing anything yeah i mean like, the idea of, like, oh, if you could go back in time and do stuff over, would you? And it's like, no, like, some of my life was, you know, a little depressing. I, I didn't like school, you know, a lot of bullies and stuff, but I'm, I'm at a point where, like, I'm doing kind of cool shit, and I feel like I got here to this point for a reason, and if I did undid any of that, like, some of the stuff I like to do now might not exist. I might not be doing it. The courageous teacher failure is... Yeah, Yoda. Hmm. I'm not gonna say like yeah. I had a bad life. My life's been pretty fucking goldy. By you know. No, I mean there's there's stuff I would go back in time and go like, oh boy, I I should never meet my ex because she really messed me up for a few years. But reality, you know what? I learned a lot of good lessons. Sure. I'm just gonna make the same mistake again if I don't learn those lessons sooner. Yeah, and I mean, you know the the one person I dated in college like. In hindsight, a lot of that was a mistake. In the present, at the time, it seemed like a good idea. And like you said, I learned a lot. And I, I don't disvalue the life lessons there, though. You know, the, the social group kind of imploding and be coming away from college with, like, no friends was a bit of a bitch. But then we probably would have drifted apart regardless, because that's what happens. Hey... Uh, are there any video games with good time travel? Um. Shit, are there? I'm trying to think of any. There have I to kind be. Of, oh, I kind of liked, no. um, The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages. Oh yeah, there's time travel in that one, isn't there? Um, and it's kind of, of time has time travel, too. It's like you'd find ruins... And then you travel, like, way back to when it was a castle. Yeah, that's so steep. And, and it's like, Ocarina of Time had, like, seven years of time travel, and it's like, I don't care. The thing with that, though, is, like, it really shows you how much can change in seven years. Like, seven years doesn't seem, like, that long. And in the time span, it's not. But it's like, that went from, like, happy-go-lucky to, oh, man, a dictator took over, and everything sucks now. Yeah, I mean, there are some neat things in it, but not everything. Sure. Oh boy, I know there's something. Oh, you know what has really bad time travel? Um, is Warcraft. <laughs> I thought I like the I like how I like the idea of Warcraft's time travel. I just don't don't know if it works well, very well. Like are you talking about the um like the, 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 the time travel dragons yeah. that go so that's a neat thing where they'll they'll be like a dungeon instance where you go back to this Warcraft 3 mission 
and you have to make sure it's like Back to the Future rules where it's like you have to make sure everything works out the same. So help Thrall escape like he's supposed to. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, that's fun. I don't like Warlords of Draenor, where they go back in time to when Draenor wasn't invaded by demons yet. Because they just kind of, they go back in time, but then bring that version of the planet to the present. So now there's two Draenors. And, like, there's two of everybody. Oh, yeah, that's weird. And there's so many problems. Like, they they reintroduce a bunch of characters that are dead. It's like Gromosh Hellscream, the pretty much, like, the best orc ever and the leader of the horde. And, like, the, you know, the guy is just, he's back and he's a total wuss now. And now, also, he's friends with all the Draenei. They team up, and they're going to rule their planet together as friends now. That's pretty lame. It's very lame. Like, and it's also, this whole planet pretty much got created by one dragon. And it's like, okay, can we just create an alternate everything? And so we have a million armies, and then stop the demons with those armies? Like, it raises so many weird questions that don't get explained. Sure. It's the worst writing in the history of Blizzard. I guess I like the idea of like there's these giant fucked up battles and, and, and things in the past and then like as a video game character you get thrust into going to fix them. Like I think as a concept as a video game concept that's very fun. Like going back to Hygel and like fighting with a bunch of NPCs to make it seem like an actual war is is cool. Yeah. You're like, oh man, this happened in this world, and now I, I went back in time and I was part of it. I'm part of, you know, Warcraft history. Whether that works as a storytelling device or not, it's different because video game. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I was just talking to my mom about a movie called Somewhere in Time. The movie opens, and there's this handsome guy... And this old lady comes up and gives him a stopwatch, or a, a pocket watch, and says, come back to me, ooh, and she leaves. And so he's, like, investigating this pocket watch, and he ends up going back in time and meets her when she's younger, and gives her the pocket watch. But then they get separated, and so she has to go through life, like, looking for him. And then later she finds him in present day. Is this on the Hallmark Channel? No, but it could have been. Yeah. This is a it's an older movie. And what my mom was saying was when it came out, everyone was talking about how romantic it was. But she walked out of it going, Where did the pocket watch come from? <laughs> yes, and she exactly. can't get over that. They're fucking and that time ruined the movie for her. Like that's the she'll say, Oh, you know it's a good movie it's somewhere in time, except for the pocket watch. I I always have that problem like like the the closed loop or the, the it just doesn't work for me because it has to start somewhere, and and I cannot get over that paradox. And I know that's like a very tried and true time travel paradox. And sometimes people are like, "Well, they closed the loop; it's fine." And it's like, no, it's not, because it had to start somewhere. Like you can't just keep going in a fucking circle. Right? You can't you can't close a loop without acknowledging that you're opening it. Yeah. It... You know, I know we've talked about Homestuck before, but Homestuck turns into a bunch of time travel wankery. But I, I really like it because it's mostly alternate universe stuff. So if something fucked up happens. It's like, ah, oh, that was a doomed timeline. Or like they go they go mess with stuff, That's but it's fun. like the wrong timeline. And it's kind of a joke. And, and, and then it yeah. gets really convoluted and you, to the point where you're like, I have no idea what timeline this is, but no one else does either. So let's just keep going. Yeah. I Okay. So this is another thing. Not really time travel, but I really hate that Legend of Zelda, um, like all the timelines mapped out. Oh, yeah. Because for years, Zelda fans have been trying to figure out how these games are connected. And Nintendo keeps saying, they're not connected. Stop wasting your time. Yeah, and these the autistic answer. morons keep trying, and they keep trying. So Nintendo decides to just, like, okay, fine. And they drew up this dumb roadmap that doesn't make sense. Um, to me, so the, the, only, the, Zelda the only thing good is thing... Like, yeah. Like, it's like the, the Bioshock thing. Like, there's always... A green-hatted dude fighting a bad guy to save a princess. It's just, it's just yeah. the archetype of the story. It's, it's just what it is. So the only good thing to come out of this timeline thing was a fan made 
a uh, a Donkey Kong timeline. <laughs> and so it's great as it goes, and it's it's actually pretty accurate. Well, the weird part is that this is smart. Um, it goes uh, like creation was in Yoshi's Island DS when he plays baby Donkey Kong. Then there was the arcade game Donkey Kong, which took place in the crankiest era. Uh, then Donkey Kong Jr., where you play as Donkey Kong saving Cranky Kong. And this is where the timeline split during the Great Banana Split. <laughs> um, there's like a version of the timeline where Donkey Kong's a star. There's the one where Donkey Kong's a villain. And then there's the one where it's all about the music minigames. Oh, sure. And it's like, you know what? This makes more sense than the Zelda one. It's because they did the split. And then they all come back to Donkey Kong Barrel Blast. Where does Smash Brothers fit in this? Uh, I think that middle one. I don't see it, but it would make sense. Super no, Mario it's like Kart all the mini games and stuff there. It's like yeah, that's funny. Whatever. They even put like a page number on this. Like this actually came out of the Nintendo Power. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's like a, it's like an actual like here's the the Librum Banana Great Crystal Coconut Chronicle. Uh, what else can we talk about for time travel? Okay, so I hate that episode of Community where he rolls the dice and each number that it lands on created a different universe. I never saw that one. It It's a funny episode, but people take that theory like really serious and I don't know why. Because internet. Uh, yeah, um it what happens is they're all having like a game night. So the guy says, Okay, we'll roll the die. You're one, two, three, four, five, and six. Whatever number it lands on, that person has to go get the pizza downstairs. And so each version of the story is, well, if that person gets up and gets the pizza, then what goes wrong? Sure. And it's kind of funny how drastically different events can turn out based on who's missing at the table. Yeah, I mean, that's but it comes back to the a... stupid premise, and I don't care for it. That's sort of like the movie Coherence. I don't know if you've seen that. Okay. Where this like meteor is going overhead, and like all of like the the realities like kind of merge together, and and people are moving in and out of like the different different version of the universe, and and so you they'll go to like a house, and it's it's their house, but someone else is missing, and shit's getting you know going wrong in a completely different way, and it's it's an interesting horror movie. So, okay, this is another thing. We're talking about, like, time travel fantasy. Uh, one of the things that came up on sequelizers is the Terminator, like, they send back a killer robot to kill a specific person in an area, right? Yep. Why not? Why did you just send a bomb? Send a giant nuke. Or send back a bunch of, like, dead dog carcasses, like, 100 feet in the air. And just, like, disease everybody. Like, there's there's other ways to address this problem without sending a robot. And when the robot doesn't work once or twice, it's like, think outside the box. Are they worried that, like, if they if they blew the city up, that would change the timeline too much and Skynet might not be made? I think that's the conceit. But at the same time, I feel like there's got to be somewhere where someone's going to be interested in making AI... And somewhere else, Sarah Connor exists, and you could nuke that city. Yeah. But, I mean, of course, it doesn't make it a good plot, but it's like, it's the sort of thing that'll cross your mind while you're watching sometimes. Yeah. I feel like time travel is more conducive to those kinds of thoughts than, than most other kind of plot premises. You know what's a fun time travel one? There's a Futurama episode where they go too far forward in time, and they find out like everything loops. Oh, <laughs> and then they're like they're going through, I... and, and Professor's like, "Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill Hitler out of the window real quick," and he shoots, and he's like, "Shit, I hit JFK." Well, I I love how like the first time they realize it, it's like, wait a minute, so you know we're not completely uh, you know, up the creek. Now that we know this, yeah. So they just start like casually doing it. Like they end up looping the Earth like five times, 
Yeah, and then where it's it, like I'm gonna stop Hitler, and like the fifth time, it's like I'll just do it from out of the window. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> and then like it ends, and then they just like they're everything's like two feet lower, and so then the ship crashes on their bodies, and then yeah, like, and so all of them are dead, and they're like, oh, we're we're fine now. Yeah, and so it like literally just well that solves the uh, the paradox problem. It's like Yo. okay, we're just we're fine. Okay, here's another hypothetical. Okay. Um, you. You leave the apartment tomorrow. Okay. And you're outside. And you tell you to not go to work today. But can't explain why. I mean, like, I talk to myself or I see myself telling me. Both. How can it be both? There's either two of me or one of me. No, there's three of you. You walk outside and you is talking to you, telling you not to go to work today. And you watch this conversation happen. Oh, fuck. Man, I would probably not go to work that day, because... Well, I would write that off as, like, a hallucination. I would still be really freaked out and be like, I need to just, like, maybe sleep more. I shouldn't get into a car if I'm seeing those kinds of things. I would I would look directly into the camera and then pour out my beer and walk back inside. You have a beer that early in the morning? You don't? No. You lying to me? I mean, maybe I'm just doing something wrong. Man, I... <laughs> <laughs> I... Oh, man. So I finished off my rum on, like, Monday. Uh-huh. And so, like, Tuesday, I'm, I'm talking to somebody. I'm like, oh, yeah, so uh, last night, like, I had this bottle of rum, and I accidentally finished it. And he's like, why are you drinking on a Monday? And I was staring at him like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I literally <laughs> didn't understand where he was coming from. <laughs> I was like, what? You don't drink every night? I've, I've gotten into a habit where I'm trying to be better. So I'm only having like a beer a day. And then I have like my days where I get liquored. And this is one of them. But there, there are definitely like weeks where I just like, I have like three drinks a night. And it's just like, I'll, it's just one of those weeks. I'll be mostly good. Ugh. Once I give up on like not being, not having fat on me, like I'll, I'll I'll start drinking more again. But until then, it's so much more fun to write when I have a beer, and it's like an hour passes, the beer's gone, and I'm done writing. And it's like this is good. This is this is this is like a like it's all mapped out. Yeah, that's a good feeling. Good. It's functional. Like, today went really well. I, I sat down on my computer, I had no idea what I was going to write, and I started bitching to someone how I didn't have no idea what the next chapter should be, and then, like, I immediately thought of what it should be, and then I wrote for an hour. So, do you know the plot of Final Fantasy Thirteen? Um, it's not the last one. But do you know him? Final. No. So, oh, I get it. <laughs> It's like one of these normal kind of Final Fantasy stories where there's an X and we have the Y because Z. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you go through it. Blah, blah, blah. So at the end, um, lightning gets lost in like a different dimension. And it's like you're not sure what really happened, but it saved the day. Oh, that's convenient. So then Final Fantasy Thirteen's 2, you play as her sister but lightning keeps like showing up to help you, but it's like she can't explain it and she disappears again. Huh. So uh Final Fantasy 13 Lightning Returns to Deluxe Edition. Um you play as Lightning again and you get to play dress up, but what she's doing is she'll get to like the end of the game as it were and defeat the end boss and then it's like the universe like is in peril and she has to reset it. And every time the universe resets, it's like she has to be guardian of it again. Man, I'd hate that job. So Let it fucking end. What happens is it becomes understood as you play the game that all the other Final Fantasy games, uh, Lightning is the god of them, and she overlooked it and helped you win when you were seven. So it was her, so thank her. <laughs> and she's going to keep doing it like forever. Because Final Fantasy games are going to keep coming out and keep buying them, please. Holy shit, there was time travel and Animorphs. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I read a book about dinosaurs. That was a good one. Oh, yeah, they did become dinosaurs in one, didn't they? That was a cool one. 
but they I didn't just, like, get to Google keep their dinosaur powers. Stories. I'm just like skimming through them, trying to um, find ones I recognize. Did you ever like Mario is Missing? I don't think that was a time machine. Uh, I don't know that one. Did you like Hotel Mario? What's with all these weird Mario things you're talking about? Hotel Mario has this cool soundtrack. Where it's like and it loops infinitely through the whole time. That sounds annoying. It had those like cutscenes with actual dialogue, so it's like it's like it sure was nice of the princess to invite us over for a picnic. Gay Luigi. Like, look, Mario, where's a note on the castle? And Bowser's there. He goes, I like Bowser. He's cool. It's a note from Bowser. You know what they say. All toast does toast toast. You consider Groundhog Day a time travel story? Yeah. I mean, I guess. It's just like, it's just not like a conventional one. That's a, um, that's a quick save story. Yeah. Um. Oh! Um. The fucking uh, one with the, the. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, the Live, Die, Repeat. Edge of Tomorrow. That's kind of a cool time travel story. Did you see Happy Death Day? No, I, I meant to because it looked kind of fun, and I can't remember if, like, reviews turned me off, or I was just like, oh, I'll catch it on Netflix. I think it came out at a bad time. Like, I would have seen it if it was released a week earlier or a week later or something stupid. Yeah. Oh, remember Time Splitters? That was, a, that was a fun time travel video game. So, okay, there's a hypothetical. Groundhog's Day. <clears throat> what what do you do when you realize this is what's going on? I don't, I don't know, because part of me would be like, well, I have to find some trigger to get it to stop. But what if the trigger is something I get wrong, and then the thing I do that day is, like, horrible. Like, I, like, run a car over 20 people. And then it's like, oh, it's not looping anymore. Congratulations, you're you're getting the electric chair. Well, and that's the funny thing. You have to explain it. It's like, no, no, but police officer, you don't understand. It was a total groundhog situation. It's like, sir, you understand it's Memorial Day. It's like, yeah, that's what I'm calling. I'm calling the screenplay Memorial Day, but no one's going to get it. <laughs> yeah, I I would be horribly distraught for a long time because I don't I don't know what I'd do like you couldn't start anything like you know if you write a page in your book and then it resets and the page isn't there and so like some of the stuff I work on every day that makes me happy I couldn't do I mean it's like well I could just start killing myself over and over but you're just gonna wake up anyways that's not gonna get you out of the loop well and that's true like because that's the thing you like to do is write that's the case but you could read yeah, I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably read a lot of books. I mean, I know in the in the movie, the guy like taught himself how to play instruments. Because he was like stuck in that loop for like hundreds of years. Pretty much, he learned That's how to fix fucking cars. Horrifying. Um, he learned. Well, yeah, but at the same time, the, and th- this is a debate I had on Warcraft, where I was a, it was a role play server debate, where it, something people forget is if, if you pick an elf character in that game, you're like twenty thousand years old. That's true. Like, they're all immortal, and they don't reproduce that often. So a lot of people, like, their RP profile, to say they're 30. And it's like, no way. Um, yeah, that, that's like that's like fucking a child in, in elf years. More or less. It's like, so, well, you're a pedophile. So the question always comes up of, like, how do you... Like, you would view the world differently if... Like, the, the king they follow is human. So, like, to you, a week passes, and your leader is dead... Of old age. You know what I mean? Like, like time will be perceived differently if you've been around for 20,000 years. Yeah, I mean, that's what, like, that's always, like, the fun thing, intriguing thing with elves. It's just, I feel like most writers don't know how to write that kind of character because you don't know how to think that way. And, and so, no and then one it's... who plays an elf on Warcraft seems to figure that out either because, holy cow. Yeah, well, shitty RP people in Warcraft doesn't surprise me very much. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that have these like great concepts or these great. I mean, if you talk to anybody who plays a werewolf, they have like good ideas. Some of them are just furries, but they kind of they yiff off somewhere. If you talk to someone who actually has a werewolf character, 
they understand like what it means to be afflicted by something that's uh it's almost like diabetes where it's like well i got this problem but i can manage it right and i'm not gonna let it define me um the same thing with the like the the undead people where they got a problem going on i feel like those are more like you can relate these are usually related to the lichen to like diabetes or you can relate uh the undead thing i mean there's plenty of fiction that exists that, that uses that um whereas i feel like the elf thing and being just like really old and seeing the world in a completely different vein and a completely different kind of morality like i just don't i think most people cannot make that leap and so then they just don't i think they should just uninstall the game and get out of my world they're I mean, tainting they it just go to a pvp server they're a bunch of uh sheeple that are ruining the world did you hear they're getting rid of pvp servers yeah, you mentioned that. Um, let's do Glad Space. We can do Glad Space. I'm glad they're getting rid of PvP servers. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, Interstellar had shitty time travel. Oh, did it? I never saw it. Was that good? It was okay, and it kind of falls apart at the end. That's fun too. There's, I, I, it was one of those movies where like I predicted a couple of the twists like pretty far in advance. Yeah. And so I was a little disappointed that I, like, but part of me is like, I'm really clever. Look at me, Christopher Nolan. I figured your movie out. <laughs> Another part of me was like, man, this could have been been more interesting. Couldn't have... Did you ever see that video where someone was changing a light bulb, but to the Interstellar soundtrack? <laughs> no, but I like the idea. It's great. Like, the cinematography, they, they get so many amazing angles, because it's a, it's a light bulb on a rotating fan, like a ceiling fan. Okay. So there's a part where they tie the camera to one of the blades of the fan, so it's like it's watching the bulb enter from the spinning <laughs> angle <laughs> with the with that epic soundtrack going. Nice. Um was that your glad space? No, no, my glad space isn't that Interstellar is not a great movie. <laughs> 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 Am I talking about Steins Gate? I don't recall. But so you... Steins Gate's an anime. Okay. And it's also a time travel anime gross it is really really fucking good is it about horse racing but all the horses are cute girls no it's um it's about a really weird dude who accidentally like makes a time machine with out of a microwave with like one of his friends and it starts off where the only thing he can send back in time are text messages okay and um he ends up getting like his big group of people together and they start kind of experimenting with with what they can do and it gets pretty elaborate, and it, and then you find out, like, there's some potentially, you know, world-ending uh, evil corporations going on, and it gets it gets a little... It gets anime, but uh, it's got a very wonderful sense of humor, and so it's always really funny until it hits that point where it's not, and you're just like, man, when did this transition to just being really, really tense and kind of sad? Uh, it, it's really good. It's like 24 episodes, all on Crunchyroll. Uh, highly recommended. That's pretty good. Um, I don't think I have anything else to add. That works. <laughs> oh, yeah, that reminds me. Um, Comic Stash has been really good lately. So if anybody out there doesn't already subscribe to Comic Stash, look that up. It's funny you say that because I don't like the last episodes because we've only talked about comics the whole time and that bothers me. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. When you guys go off the rails, like you, it's very conversational and I like it. But there actually have been good comic books coming out. Yeah, like we have to cover the really good ones. And and really too, I really liked this. Uh, the new X Files came out where they they fight Florida Man. Um, I didn't write my review yet, but I you know what? That's my glad space. Look into that one because that's a good one. That sounds fun. I have that on my hard drive yet too. Maybe I'll have to read that. It is Along fun. With the it, other fourteen books that came out this week. It actually reads like an X Files episode, and that's kind of my hmm. problem with that JFK one. Was that they weren't tapping into that at all. So, yeah. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. Should, well, we, uh, should we call this here? Yeah, that's all I got. I love you, everybody. Bye, everybody. Nice. Take a look at that. You also sent me what looks like someone being eaten by a dragon. Yeah, it's a Hermione. Oh god, it is. This is a really weird image.
Yeah, isn't it? There's like too much craftsmanship put into the. I, like the I quality have no idea how to how to um, process. You can't, you can't parse it. It's like, well, no. that exists, and you move on. Oh my god, it's a series of images. Oh, there's a she's lot more. Wearing, I didn't send you the really bad like ones. She's wearing like a super like slutty. They don't even have. That's not even the uniform. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh god, this one where she's like the the dragon's eating her. Like her, the tongue is just going like right into her crotch. <laughs> like they're looking on her even... face. She's like, I'm I'm scared, but I'm also wet. I I didn't I didn't even look at that that close yet. That's funny. Did you just upload this? Fuck! I need to download one of these and send it to Jean Luc and see what he does. 